Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? It's me, George Reister, with Ralph Amsden, and this is Reister or Wrong. Uh, Chet Holmgren, the nation's number one recruit, He looks like a toothpick, but he plays basketball like Kevin Durant. Uh, He chooses Gonzaga over the other Power 7 conferences. Now, is Gonzaga still a mid-major? Alex Smith's name and term game manager, it was used as a slur against quarterbacks. Now that he has retired, what do you think about him? And our top five quarterbacks in the order that they should be drafted in just in less than two weeks. And you guys, we have to start taking Jake Paul seriously in this boxing world. I know it sounds like a joke, but the dude has generated enough interest that we must pay attention now. Uh, North Texas football signee, he got killed in a shooting yesterday. And gun violence, it doesn't get addressed 
no matter who gets killed, black kids, white kids, whatever. But the national anthem legislation punishment for MLB for moving to all star game. Oh, that gets addressed immediately. Uh, and of course, cancel or consequence. Sharon Osborne gets fired and the best of social media, the Bengals uniforms uh, and who needs a branding upgrade in the NFL. So, and if you guys want to get a hold of us, make sure you shoot us a text message, 818-293-7547. That's 818-293-7547. Download the podcast, subscribe anywhere, tell a friend, um, make sure that you share so we continue to grow. So what's up, Ralph? How, how's the money pit going over, over there, buddy? I just handed a, a check for $5,000 to a pool guy who I can see out back. Doesn't He looks like he doesn't even want to be here, um, but he's rebuilding, uh, putting in a new pump, uh, filter, and all sorts of stuff back there. So um, it, it is going about the way it's been going for the last two weeks. Did you watch the money pitch yet? I have not watched the money pit oh, yet. See? I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I'll think it's funny. Well, it, it's it, it's hilarious. It would be hilarious to all of us. So you, you must do it for the people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like it would be like being in the trunk of someone's car because you got kidnapped and you decide to whip out your cell phone and stream taken. <laughs> <laughs> well all right I, I i get it um <laughs> you guys though so uh we will start at the beginning chet holmgren the nation's number one recruit in the nation he chooses gonzaga over the power seven conferences now is gonzaga still a mid-major they just played in the national championship for the second time in the last, like, seven years. They lost both times. They're going to have three potential lottery picks this year. They're not a mid-major anymore. Like, they may be in a mid-major conference in the West Coast Conference, but this is no longer a mid-major program when the number one recruit, who's not from the state of Washington, chooses to leave Minnesota, to go to Washington, to go to Gonzaga. Right. And that's what, one year after Jalen Suggs, who Rivals had as the number 11 prospect in the country and who, who many draft boards have always had as a top five pick, regardless of what he does, goes to Gonzaga. Um, I don't, I don't, know if it's a matter of calling Gonzaga a uh, mid-major or not anymore. I, I don't think the NCAA thinks of them that way. And you can't, you, you, they would not have gotten a one seed if the NCAA considered them anything other than a, a basketball powerhouse. So, um, I mean, the, the answer is no, for all intents and purposes, like on paper, they are, but they're not, you know, like they, they will, will. Could they ever be part of a larger conference? I don't know if that's the case, but the way that they recruit and the way that they play year over year, um, it almost reminds me of the, the way that I would play. You remember when they had like the EA sports college basketball video games? Yeah. 
on uh, PlayStation 2, like you could go and you could get like a school like Radford or something like that. And if you went undefeated enough years in a row playing against, you know, nobodies, then the recruits would just see the record and then you you could build up over time and then all of a sudden you could have a national powerhouse uh, every single year. And that's kind of what they've done is they've, they've dominated the, the WCC and they, they played a pretty decent out of conference schedule. They had Adam Morrison get picked third overall. Um, they made a couple of deep tournament runs. Jalen Suggs is going to be a top five pick. And now they got the number one recruit. Dude, that's progress. Sweet and to do it after losing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they've they, the to do it after losing every your, year. your main assistant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to they lost their main assistant to be the head coach at Arizona, bro. So Mark and Few, they still, yeah, yeah. Mark Few's been up there for twenty two years, and like that's pretty incredible that he's been able to do that at Gonzaga and just be consistent with it. It is, it is it, pretty incredible, dude. Right, and the fun. Funniest thing about looking up these kids on rivals that are committing to, uh, and you know, rivals I'm affiliated with and I, I work alongside. The funny thing about looking up these kids on rivals is there's nothing to click on when a kid commits to Gonzaga because we don't have a Gonzaga team site. Wow. <laughs> like I don't think 24 seven does either. So you can't like, you can't look at their recruiting over time on this platform. That's what's so funny. Yeah. Um, so, but this kid though, I mean, he's skin and bones. He looks like Kevin Durant did coming out of college. He's seven feet tall. He's a he's a guard. The, the kid's incredible. He, he pulled in Anthony Davis, shot up the recruiting boards, all of this. If he could go in the NBA draft, he would be drafted number one right now. Hands down, no questions asked. And he's going to be a star in the, in the NBA. And he won't be at Gonzaga more than six Over months. Mobley? You think he'd be picked over Mobley? Yes, Absolutely, because he can do everything Evan Mobley can do, except he is a ball handler. Where Evan Mobley is more of a big man who can, who can shoot and step step out and score and all of that. That's the that's the difference. This dude is Kevin Durant versus you know Kristaps uh, Porzingis in, in in Evan Mobley. Interesting, and so I mean. That's that leaves only as far as top five players in the 2021 class, Patrick Baldwin um, and uh, and Jaden Hardy. It'll be interesting to see if um, if anybody else from this class decides to join, because they don't just have the number one recruit now that they have Chet Holmgren. They've also got the number seven recruit in the entire country in point guard uh, Hunter Salas. Of course, so <laughs> Gonzaga, Gonzaga, I guess they, they like to be called. They don't is really pulling two of the top 10 recruits. Yeah. Uh, unreal. Yeah. But the but but the number one is like worth three, three recruits, which is crazy. Um, the next thing up, Alex Smith, longtime uh, NFL quarterback and former number one pick has decided to retire. And he has had one of the best comebacks in the history of sports. I mean, just absolutely incredible. Like a guy who suffered a horrific uh, injury. Um, and we talked about like that. It may be the greatest um, comeback in all the history, in all the sports history. Like the only guy that I could find that could have been even 
better was like Lance Armstrong, who had a 40% chance of living uh, cancer in his abdomen, lungs, brain. And then also Rocky Blair, Blair, he was a, uh, a Notre Dame. He was a captain on Notre Dame's football squad. He got drafted into the Army twice. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. He got drafted twice. First by the Pittsburgh Steelers and then by the United States Army. He was a captain. Uh, then he was a private in the jungle. And then he went to Viet Vietnam. And he ended up getting... Uh, he took a bullet through the leg, a grenade exploded next to him. And then he came back uh, and played in the NFL after getting a purple heart and all that. That's, that was an incredible comeback. But you have Alex Smith, though. And his name was used as a slur for so long. Like, oh, man, the, oh, the best he'll be is Alex Smith. Or he's a game manager. And I'm sitting there like, Alex Smith's a Fucking good quarterback, bro. Like, if you got Alex Smith, you have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Worst quarterbacks have won. He he was mobile. He was accurate. He didn't turn over the football, particularly after his, you know, fourth or fifth year after he left San Francisco. And I'm like, what more do you want out of a dude? Yeah, I... I don't understand what you could possibly want out of Alex Smith or a quarterback more than more than what you got, because the dude has like everybody would sit there and act like Alex Smith is a bum. Alex Smith is not a bum. This dude, if if you you look at his last couple seasons, right in Kansas City his last year in Kansas City, he threw 26 touchdowns, five interceptions. 26 and five, bro. That is outstanding numbers through for over 4,000 yards. And granted, he never put up the 30 touchdown season or anything like that. But when you look at the teams that he was on, what he was asked to do, he did it. He did it. I mean, and, and then he goes on and goes to go rush for, you know, he's rushing for, you know, three, four, five hundred yards a season. I don't know what else you could possibly want out of a quarterback besides what you were getting out of Alex Smith. So now that his career is over, I think that he'll be more appreciated for who he was. Like even at the end of his career, people were like he was sought after. Washington traded for him intentionally because he was a baller. Like they traded for him because they wanted to ever like, no, we need this dude on our roster because he's a player and we believe that he can be a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. And that's what Alex Smith is. So and he's the model. I mean, he got his interceptions down. This is the same thing. Like if you could. um, I mean, this is the same thing that that the Giants would want if they were asking if if they told if you told them that Alex Smith would I'm sorry that Daniel Jones would throw 26 touchdowns, five interceptions a season. They'd be like, "Cool, cool. We'll th- we'll we'll take that and build around that." Those aren't bad numbers. Those are Aaron Rodgers numbers 2 years ago. But people say, "Oh, he's finished." No. Think that Alex Smith needs to be appreciated not only for the comeback but for all the good work that he did on the on the field. And truthfully, he's one of the more consistent quarterbacks that we've had in the t- in the last 25 years. I mean, just just think about 
some of the top quarterbacks in the in the NFL. They have had they have had um you know up and down seasons. They have not consistently been good. They haven't. Like these these guys have been up and down, mediocre, good, not good, you know, and and not consistent. Whereas you have Alex Smith who just every single day shows up to work. Uh, he's a professional. He can lead the men around him. I don't know what else you want the man to do. Like, and people who don't fully appreciate him, you know, like the, the idea that every quarterback has to be, you know, a hall of famer or, you know, add to, to, to match their expectations is absolutely silly to me. We got Ralph back. We're back. We're back. All right. So um, the, the Alex Smith, I, I know that I know that you and I pretty much agree that it became for a while when somebody was going to get drafted that if their potential capped out at game manager, like, yeah, they'd be a, a starter for a long time, but they'll never be a star that that Alex Smith's name would get thrown around. That feels like Matt um, Jones right now. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't think Mac Jones had the pedigree. Like you have to Correct. realize how many people came up off of Alex Smith. Like Utah is probably not a Pac-12 team without Alex Smith. Very true, because they were undefeated with, with Urban them. Meyer. Yeah, right. Urban Meyer is probably not the legend of Urban Meyer without without Alex Smith. And you could say maybe one was responsible for the other um but alex smith in his final two seasons at utah i think he had something like i i want to say like 61 touchdowns and seven turnovers like he he his senior year they went undefeated he had 32 touchdowns passing only four interceptions he had another 10 touchdowns on the ground i think he earned that number one overall pick here's a fun statistic for you george for for all the alex smith slander he did not have a losing season as a quarterback in the last decade. That's what I'm saying. Is that, That's why I said he's been one of the more consistent quarterbacks. I mean, look at Eli, Eli Manning, right? Eli Manning got hot right. in two playoffs. Aside from that, very average, very ordinary. You look at... Um, I mean, who's been who's been around a while? I mean, even even Cam has been up and down throughout years. Andy Dalton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, Nick Foles, like all these dudes have turned into journeymen. And Flacco. I mean, and then a bunch of dudes who are retired who haven't had anything like the career. I mean, we're we're talking of what, 15, 16 year career. This is silly, man, that we're that anybody even thinks that he's anything besides in the in the in the hall of very good. Like he's not clearly not a Hall of Famer or anything like that, but he's in the hall of really good quarterbacks, though. Right. How many quarterbacks have four seasons of 11 plus wins? How many quarterbacks did we talk about having really good careers, but not able to get that playoff win? The whole like the car. 
Carson Palmer syndrome before he went to Arizona, right? Yep. Alex Smith has three playoff wins. He has three different years, four playoff wins. He has uh, three different years where he was able to get a win in the playoffs. Um, and I know I apologize. I apologize because one of those years that they went to the playoffs, he um, he was actually injured um, yep. with the with the 49ers in, in 2013. But he did get them a, a playoff win against Drew Brees back in, in 2011. And he did get a playoff win uh, for Kansas City. Um, and almost knocked off the Patriots in 2015, if you if you remember that. And he played he played pretty well in that. I feel like outplayed Tom Brady in in the game that New England ultimately ended up winning 27 to 20. And so um, I just it, what what do you want, man? His, you you want to know what his playoff uh, passing stats are? What? Fourteen touchdowns, two interceptions. I don't know what else you want out of a fourteen. Guy. T- Right, right. But he, I think he definitely needs to be looked at is, you know, there are some guys out there who I feel like are in that hall of very good. Um, and some old heads might hate this, but I think that uh, Phil Sims is one of those guys. Boomer Esiason is one of those guys, guys that have kind of made their career talking about football after their football career is over. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think he, uh, you know, you, you got a lot of people who kind of long for the days of, of, of Vinny Testaverde and stuff like that. I think he's above that level. I think he had a really good career. And I think if it wasn't for that absolutely disgusting leg injury, you know, he'd still be, he'd still be playing right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. And they wouldn't be trying to draft a quarterback. Like they they would not all uh, like it just at, goes to show a, you, though, it just goes to show you. And that's what's really, really important about the upcoming draft. So much of how people see you for the entirety of cur- your career depends on where you were picked. So what happens on one day, which is completely outside of your control, will control the narrative for much of your career here. Which is why I think that, like, if I think if Russell Wilson was a first overall pick and he had had the career that he's having, I think more people would be a lot less um, on the Russell Wilson train. I guess I think part of the appeal of Russell Wilson is that he fell. Part of the appeal of Tom Brady is that he went in the um, in the later rounds, right? Yeah. Like that—that's a big yeah part like of achieving of the narrative that quarterbacks. Yeah, and you'll and and people will always draw back to it for the rest of your career. So I think a big part of what um, what Alex Smith's haters, if if you can call them that, um, uh, used for ammo was the fact that he was the number one overall pick fifteen okay. years ago. Okay, so now the top five quarterbacks. There are projected five quarterbacks to be drafted in the first round this year. So we have Trevor Lawrence. Mac Jones, uh, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance from North Dakota. They're all projected to be first-round draft picks. Because the it's not that they're the five, five of the 32 best players available. No, I, I don't think so. I think that quarterbacks are premium position. People are always clamoring over them, you know, especially over some big names every year. And so we're going to give our top five quarterbacks that we think that in terms of talent or pro ability and who should be drafted in what order for me, Ralph, number one is easy. It's Trevor Lawrence. 
He's the best. I feel like his floor is so incredibly high that you're looking at Trevor Lawrence as like that. This dude is not going to be the worst possible thing you're going to get out of Trevor Lawrence is a 10 year NFL starter, provided he's healthy. Like we're talking Andrew Luck like floor. Like where the floor is so damn high that there is no alternative besides to draft him first. Even if you, even if let, let's say, um, like if you had a young, like if you were Arizona and you had the number one pick, I would consider taking Trevor Lawrence and trading um, Kyler, Kyler Murray. Okay. Uh, I, I don't disagree. Um, you can get me in trouble with some of the Arizona Cardinals fan base, but uh, I think the it's only a five this is such a corny a thing to pick on. Quarterback. Well, so here's a dumb thing to pick on, but maybe maybe it holds some truth. How many elite quarterbacks are over six foot five? One, ever? Hmm. One ever? Maybe Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah. Hey, but so like. What's what's weird is the track record for super tall quarterbacks is about on the level of the track record for super short quarterbacks. In fact, you probably have more successful quarterbacks under six foot one than you do over over six foot five. And so I know that there are some people that are, you know, ignoring the film altogether and looking at Trevor Lawrence because this is how goes every year regardless of how good somebody is or how much they prove you're going to have people um that that look for things to pick on and this is really after three years of watching trevor lawrence and being aware of him for the two years that he was ranked a a, a top prospect um by rivals i i see very little holes in his game i love his outlook that like football doesn't define me i prepare the way that i prepare it's not going to kill me if we lose you look at some of the quarterbacks who actually are affected by losing in a way that affects their relationship with their own teammates in the media whether that's a kyler murray or we saw it probably over the course of cam newton's career um you know that that's a really awesome trait to have to live and die with every win and loss um but it can if you don't have the right mindset it can affect you over time right now the biggest issue with trevor lawrence that people are looking at is he's getting compared to andrew luck because of andrew luck's can't missness as a prospect but the one thing about andrew luck is football wasn't the most important thing to him in the entire world so a decade into it he was able to walk away um well, but was, i feel like andrew luck lived though, up to See, all I, the expectations yeah andrew luck did yeah. live up to it he was just so hurt he couldn't play anymore like they i think that football was the most important thing to him but he was like i can't keep doing this so who is your number one overall pick for the quarter. It's Trevor Lawrence. It's not it's not close. It's not close. It's okay. Trevor Lawrence and like I don't and I'm one of those people that does not think the second even the second best player is a quarterback. So Yeah. It's Trevor Lawrence I would agree way way above. Okay, so who's your number two quarterback? Justin Fields, Ohio State. It's it's very simple. There are some throws against major level competition that I saw Justin Fields make that I think translate to the NFL better than um, any of the other quarterback prospects. And I think there's some pretty good quarterbacks in this draft, but if you're just going off of potential, you have to take kind of Mitch Trubisky risk on Justin Fields in that you only really have that one year to go off of. Um, But at the same time, he's just, 
I feel like he's a prototypical quarterback. I really do. Um, and I think that I, I think that if you build around him correctly, uh, you could, you could get some star performances in his first year. Um, I don't think he'll be ready to go for a full season to lead a team to 10 wins, but you will see little windows of what it's possible for him to accomplish for your franchise over time. And I think that uh, just the con- connections between uh, the Jaguars organization and Ohio state in general could make it a, a decent fit. Um, but you know, that's just me. I see a lot of people saying that he's going to slip. Uh, I don't think he should. I think no, he's the second he's best quarterback going, in this draft. Dude, he, if he slips uh, a slip is to like three, <laughs> um, because Mac Jones is not getting drafted third by the 49ers. Let me say it again. Mac Jones will not be drafted. Number three by the 49ers, unless something <laughs> happens to Trey Lance or uh, Justin Fields before the draft. That is the only way, and then it still might not happen. Uh, My number two quarterback that I would draft, I would draft Trey Lance number two. I know that's probably a shocker for some people, and and they're going to be like, George, you are the person who's vehemently against drafting uh, like quarterbacks with one-year starting experience. I know. I know. I know. Um, but he would have had two years. He would have had two years if it weren't for a pandemic. Actually, technically he did have two years. The second year was only one game, though. So um, the dude's ability is special. He comes from humble beginnings. He'll work his ass off. This is important to him. He didn't take scholarships to power five schools because they would not let him play quarterback. So instead of like he so that means that he has resolve, he's got stick to itiveness, he's got all these intangibles. So I'm taking him number two. Um, my number three, for all the reasons that Ralph just said, is Trevor Lawrence. I, I didn't mean Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. So I got Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. Who's your number three, Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, I like Davis Mills. Okay. Davis Mills would be my number three overall quarterback. Um, I think that there's a reason that he was ranked as the top overall uh, quarterback coming out um, as, as a high schooler. I think that he didn't get a ton of chances to prove it at Stanford, but when they did sort of give him the reins of the offense, um, I thought that he, I thought he showed, he showed me what I would be looking for in a quarterback, um, which is poise, uh, a a big arm and an ability to make big plays. And the PAC 12, you and I have a show that covers the PAC 12 people don't realize like the defenses are actually a lot better than people want to give them credit for. Yeah. And you have so many good quarterbacks in the PAC 12 year over year that the defensive scheming also usually works to account for that. And the one thing I really like about Davis Mills is he knows where he's got a mismatch on the field. He knows when to use a big target and he'll do the thing that works, right? He might not go out and have all of the He's not going to go out and, and be able to overcome a million different things. But if there's a mismatch, he'll repeatedly exploit it to give the the team um, an advantage. And I don't he, – he's made a couple of bad decisions over, over time Who hasn't? Um, <laughs> on, on the field. But, yeah, 
But I mean, it, because it's tough because you're then you're comparison comparing him to a guy like Trevor Lawrence, who is quarterback Jesus, um, a guy like Justin Fields who had a monster statistical year and a guy like Trey Lance who hasn't thrown an interception in four years. So when you, when you're doing stuff like that, then you're like, Oh, well, okay. Davis Mills obviously has some uh, accuracy and decision-making issues compared to some of those guys, but I don't trust Trey Lance's time out of competition as well as level of competition to come in and be able to make the impact that somebody like Davis Mills could take, uh, could make right away. And if I'm the 49ers, I wouldn't have traded up to three to try to get him. But if you're right there at three and you can keep him in the Bay area, I would say go for it. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, that, that like with your logic as to why he's number three, but he's not my number three. Um, my number four after that, And mind you, I would not draft this dude in the first round. There's no way I would draft this dude in the first round, and that's Zach Wilson. I would not. I I just don't buy it. Like, he he looks like he would be playing a – like if Disney were drafting – were hiring an actor to play a quarterback in a Disney movie, he would be it. He's got too much quarterback face. He's flying up the draft boards. He didn't do well in his one game against good competition this year. And all the rest of the games, BYU played a bad schedule this year comparatively to what they normally do. And he was, oh, he was off the charts for the first time ever. Mind you, and people will say, well, that's what Joe Joe Burrow did. Yeah, except when Joe Burrow played anybody good, what did Joe Burrow do? Wax that ass too. <laughs> he waxed everybody. So, yes. So there is a difference. So I do not trust Zach Wilson, but I would I would draft him fourth out of all the quarterbacks, but it damn sure wouldn't be in the first round. So there's that. Um, and then my oh, he had a, a year. To, well, I just want to say that he did have a year. We've been talking about Alex Smith on this show and his last year, this last year that he had is very similar to the year that Alex Smith had uh, when he was a Mountain West quarterback playing a weaker schedule. Obviously, they got uh, a bowl win, as did Zach Wilson over over Central Florida. I think Alex Smith's was over Virginia Tech. But I said that um, uh, that he had 42 touchdowns and four turnovers, I think, as a senior in Alex Smith. He had 32 touchdown passes, 10 rushing touchdowns. Well, Zach Wilson had 33 passing touchdowns, 10 rushing uh, touchdowns, and and only had three interceptions. So it's funny that we're talking about, like, hey, get, get your mind wrapped around the idea that Alex Smith was worth that number one overall and had a really good career, but then come back to a guy who had a pretty similar – final season for a team that played that level of competition, albeit 15 years ago. And we're saying, no, Don't it's take not this the same. Ma- the, Mountain West competition is much better than what Zach Wilson played this, this year. So who's your fourth quarterback overall? Well, you say that, but he did throw 79% completions, 360 yards, three touchdowns and no interceptions against Boise state. And because of that, I'm going to make Zach Wilson my number four. I think it's got to be the right offensive situation for him to come in and get things done right away. I think his floor is probably a call. It depends on, it depends on who I am. It depends on who I am. I think that I think his floor is Colt McCoy and Colt McCoy is still going strong. I think he's probably the only quarterback from his entire draft, but he's a career backup. 
Um, and so, uh, but, but again, if you can get a, if you can get somebody who's going to come in and have a 12, 13 year career, start, uh, you know, spot, start a few seasons here and there, maybe they're worth that, that first round pick, but you don't have that foresight to see how everything's going to unfold. I think the potential's there. Um, I would use a pick in the mid teens on him. I, if I'm San Francisco, I would not take him third overall, but to me, that's Zach Wilson is my quarterback. Number four. Who's your number five. I had to flip a coin on this one because you you have first of all you have Mac Jones who I have watched since he played uh, in high school and was thinking of committing to um, Arizona State and uh, and Trey Lance who I knew nothing about until you know he had his twenty eight touchdown zero interception season for for North Dakota State and it's weird because you're talking about a guy who didn't play last year and plays. Um, FCS competition versus a guy who won a national championship. It shouldn't be a coin flip situation, but um, I'm going to take, I'm going to go with it. Uh, I'm going to go with Mac Jones as oh, my number five over Trey yuck. Lance. Oh, yuck. Get out of here. All right. Well, my number five is, uh, is Davis Mills. Dude, there is not a fucking chance in hell I'm drafting Mac Jones, period, at any point in time in the draft. Not drafting him at any point. He's got a dad bod. He's got a noodle for an arm. He, uh, like, he's nothing. He's not mobile. He's nothing I want in an NFL. Like, the NFL has passed guys like him by. I don't understand why he's not in shape. Like, that's my biggest issue is I'm like, what is he doing in the weight room while everybody else is working out? That makes me wonder about his commitment, so the- his his every like I don't need him. I don't need him to look like Cam. But I need you to look serviceable with your with your shirt off that that lets me. I mean, Tom Brady looks good with his shirt off now. Right. And now that he started working out. Like it, there's a certain yeah. level to it. Like, I remember when we drafted. um uh, Derek Harvey from University of Florida. He showed up to Jacksonville, took his shirt off. Boy, they had no muscles. And I'm like, how are you going to be a DM with no with no muscles? Like, I know everybody doesn't look like Miles Garrett, but damn. I mean, there's certain things that just translate on some level. So to recap our top five. Right, so here we go. No, go George Reister takes an opportunity to hate on a Florida guy while not having tra- Kyle Trask in his top five, which is double hating on Florida. Kyle Trask, <laughs> You're dude, back, Kyle, back to Kyle the old Trask year. is a is a like a priority free agent on my on, on my board, bro. Like he he he's okay. got a he's got more of a noodle than uh than Mac Jones. That's why nobody's even looking at him. So our top five quarterbacks, both of us have Trevor Lawrence. I have Trey Lance, too. He's got Justin Fields, too. I got Justin Fields, three. He has Davis Mills from Stanford, three. I have Mac Jones. I mean, sorry, uh, Zach Wilson, four. He's got Zach Wilson, four. I wouldn't draft Zach Wilson in the first round. Um, And I've got Davis Mills, five. And he's got Mac Jones, five. So, Ralph, losing losing team sir um the, the <laughs> 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The next thing up, we saw Jake Paul get in another fight this weekend. He fought, what's his name, a- Anskew, former MM... Ben Askren. Yeah, Ben Askren. Ben for- Askren. Dude, he Speaking showed, of dad bods. Dude, he showed up looking like the Great White Hype. The the movie The Great White Hype where he was like, I am in shape. I'm round. Like, dude, you knew how this fight was going to end. Dude, he at um Ben Askew, Asterisk, whatever the hell his name is. It was an embarrassment the way he showed up. This is a dude who I've watched videos of getting his face pounded on the ground. Jake Paul hits him one time in the first round. He takes a damn dive acting like he can't get up. I don't respect it, but I do believe, though, that you do have to take Jake Paul seriously now. You do. The dude is becoming. So he's already him and his brother, Logan, have tens of millions of. Of subscribers on YouTube, which then turn around and buy pay-per-view buys. Uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, Too Short. Who else was on there? Ice Cube, E-40, uh, uh, Sweetie, Justin Bieber. Everybody putting on performances so you get a concert and you get a damn boxing match too. Dude, this is you have to pay attention to this. It's generating so much money that it cannot be ignored. And this is Jake Paul's doing. I got to give him credit. We have to pay attention to the man. Yeah. Um, 
I hate this, but I agree with you. <laughs> I think the main difference, I personally always wondered how they couldn't make celebrity boxing matches work. And I think the, the, the primary issue is there was no consistency with it. Like developing some type of league and making sure that the money was there would have been step one. And they never, they never did that. But one of the main issues with any celebrity boxing match over the last 20 years is it's almost always somebody who is washed up and needs the money. Yep. Even, uh, even in this barstool sports fight between Billy football and Jose Canseco, Jose Canseco is washed up and needed the money. Right. So always. <laughs> right. In this situation, people have the same feeling about Jake Paul, but it's only because he exists outside of a medium that they're used to. The truth is Jake Paul to people 25 and under is one of the top 10 most famous people in the world. Yes. Just because you don't subscribe to or watch his YouTube channel, it doesn't mean anything. It, like, this would be like this would be like if Johnny Knoxville fought Butterbean for real instead of just in a department store yeah. um, while filming Jackass. This would be like if Johnny Knoxville fought in an actual sanctioned match right after Jackass got released. Like you'd have a bunch of people not knowing who he is so that they, they would completely dismiss it. But the truth is to, to people our age, Johnny Knoxville was as famous as Frank Sinatra. Dude. And, and, so then, like, and then you think it, about it you know, too, is that he's actually training. Like he's not fake fighting. He's out here working right. his ass off. Like he wants to be a boxer. He's clearly dedicated himself to the persona. He's dedicated himself to the craft. That's the reason why I got to take him seriously is because he's taking himself seriously. So Jake Paul must feed be him a boxer. Then you got to feed him a boxer. Then see, I, but I that's would say the thing the is, is that some of the boxers won't. The, the, the boxers won't get in there against him because it it. Fighting Jake Paul is like a for a real boxer is like is like Alabama playing Boise State. You or or Alabama playing UCF in a regular season game. You literally have nothing to gain. You have everything to lose. If it's a close game, if 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 Alabama beat Boise State by a field goal. What is everybody going to say, Ralph? Uh, that that it was a disappointment. Yeah, if they win by 50 touchdowns, what are they going to say? That's what should have happened. Exactly. So if Jake Paul beats a boxer, bro, his career's freaking over. Uh, there's not much upside to it. So boxers are ducking Jake Paul. That's that's the point where yeah, we're but, at right now. But we're we are actually currently at a point where most boxers are working up to the level in which they can make life changing money, like Jake Paul's making right now. Offered to you, right? I'm saying it would be offered to you to fight Jake Paul. Yeah, you know, you know who's you know who's Jake Paul's weight? Who? Canelo. Dude, Canelo Alvarez couldn't. He's not ready for Canelo, dude. What yeah, do you I, think happens? 
Canelo would <laughs> goddamn right. Can, can, That's what I'm saying. Canelo would beat him worse than Floyd beat Canelo. Right. Canelo Alvarez is 53 and 1. Guess who that loss was to? Floyd. <laughs> Dude. It was Floyd back when Canelo still couldn't grow facial hair. So like I that, but that's what I'm saying is like feed him somebody in the 168 pound. Um, yeah, yeah, feed him, feed him, feed him like, like the that. number ten contender. Let that dude make the most money that he's ever made, like a two million dollar fight, and everybody's happy. But that dude is like, I'm not losing to Jake Jake Pardo. But he's only going to fight somebody that has enough cachet to be able to make enough money, though. Um, the next thing up is, um, oh, the, uh, the next thing up is, uh, there is a North Texas football signee, a guy who just signed to go to North Texas. He got killed in the shooting. That was in Austin yesterday, right, Ralph? Right. Yeah. Right. So he was one of the people that was killed. And this is on the heels of Utah's running back killing himself on on shooting himself on on accident um this is on the heels of um of other gun violence that's happened to recruits that are going to colleges and it just was like university of wyoming i'm i'm repping university of wyoming right now they had a 17 year old named tony evans jr who was committed to the program get shot to death in a dallas hotel just two days ago yeah, so this gun violence, this epidemic of gun violence is just plaguing our nation. And but our politicians are more concerned with I mean, it doesn't matter. We we just had the anniversary of Sandy Hook, uh Columbine, all of this stuff. It doesn't even matter. But Instead right, of getting it's third week in April, it's the anniversary of like every shooting ever. They yeah. all seem to happen right after spring break. And so instead of actually getting stuff addressed, right, getting gun violence addressed, keeping gun guns out of people's hands, like red flag stuff, background checks. You know, I'm not even talking about gun gun snatching. I'm talking about the sensible things that all the Americans pretty much agree upon. And we can't get legislation done for that, but then we can get some stupid ass national anthem, national anthem preservation protection act passed in a matter of weeks. And then uh, after Mark Cuban said that they weren't playing it in NBA arenas, and then the MLB people are already, oh, let's take away their antitrust agreement, whatever. But that can be punished because they moved the All Star game from Georgia to Colorado immediately but we can't get some gun violence uh legislation passed some sensible stuff that americans really want like not even talking about gun snatching we're talking about sensible things background check mandatory background checks registries uh red flag warnings just stuff like this and it's just like it's so frustrating ralph I'm I'm with you. I think the 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 you're always playing catch up with stuff like this, except now we're not. We're 20 years into it. Kip Kinkle 
people, Columbine, all that stuff happened when I was in high school. I'm coming up on 40 years old in a couple of years, and I don't I don't see anybody doing anything. And it would be one thing if this was the energy that Congress brought to every single issue. But like you said, when Major League Baseball decided to move the All-Star game from Atlanta to Denver, not 48 hours passed before Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, and Mike Lee drafted legislation to help break up Major League Baseball altogether because their feelings got hurt because Major League Baseball came out against laws that they support uh, as far as reformatting the way that people in Georgia are even allowed to vote. So you get your feelings hurt about something and you rush to the Hill to try to push through legislation as almost a vengeance play. But you watch your constituents, Liz, in, in Ted Cruz's case, mass shooting after mass shooting after mass shooting after mass shooting in Texas. And uh, you're pretending like you you can't smell a fart. Like that's that's the situation that we're in right now, and it's incredibly frustrating. And I don't know what needs to be done per se, but I do know that the FBI is critically understaffed and under-resourced as far as having the ability to investigate some of the stuff that they are given as far as people who might be threats. Because there is almost always warning signs with people like this, whether it's an unhealthy obsession with collecting guns, whether it's the stuff that they post on um, Reddit or 8chan or 8coon or whatever else, or their own family members reaching out to the FBI to report them for concerning behavior, a lot of this stuff feels like it could be stopped before it starts. Not everything is the mystery of the Las Vegas shooting where there was no evidence as to why he did it beforehand and yep. no motive in 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 the years after for the most part these are disturbed individuals who give off plenty of warning signs have access to essentially weapons of of war and can cause mass casualties in such a short amount of time that we're having to train our police to try to limit the overall death count to see if you can get it down under you know t- 10 or 12 with with your quick response time and and now you have police like if you care so much if blue lives matter understand that it's the police lives that end up at risk when they're marching into what is essentially a, a street fight that should be happening you know in, in the midst of revolution in afghanistan you shouldn't be rolling up on a neighborhood or a mall where somebody has an ar-15 or a semi-automatic 223 or or, or whatever else these people are using like it There has to be something. It has to be a major priority for our country. And the truth of the matter is it's 10 times easier to get desensitized to it when you have politicians intentionally looking the other way. Oh, dude, you are 100 percent right about about that. And that's where the frustration lies, is that we're just like, listen, like do don't and don't just do something. Do the right thing. The right thing is very easy to do. And it's very easy to uh, like it. Like it's very easy. Like like stop BSing and 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 as my dad used to say, pussyfooting around and just do the damn right thing. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Um, We're going to skip cancel or consequence today and go straight to the best of social media. Um, so the best of social media is the segment of the show where we um, give you some of the best things that have happened in social media that we find not only sometimes hilarious, but also very interesting as well. Now, 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 here's the best of social media. So the first thing that we have up, Ralph's boy, Mike Lindell was on some show. And here is uh, <laughs> everybody I don't like is your boy. Um, uh, he was on some TV show and President Trump called him. And here's what it sounded like. Breaking news here with a guest. Hello. Hello. Yes, I'm Mr. Trump. I'm standby. Are you ready? Yes. Go ahead, sir. Hello, everyone. Uh, we have the president here, our real president, everyone. Hello, Mr. President. Macronshow.com, bitches. Macronshow.com. Okay. All right. All right. I Sorry, guess that folks. wasn't. I guess that was. You see what they're doing? They're attacking us. They're attacking us. And this is what, uh, I mean, that even came. Dude, the fact that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but somebody pretend you're, you're like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, this is uh, this is John Gruden calling. <laughs> like, bro, I thought you had his number saved. Okay, dude, that that was either oh a gosh. stunt that was pulled on purpose. Like, it was either yeah, it was either pulled on purpose to way he could say, oh, they're attacking us. Or he's full of just, just absolute shit. 
No, man, they uh, they got him. They, <laughs> somebody gave his phone number out, and he's been that like he's on like a forty-eight hour telethon right now, and the whole thing has been filled with stuff like that. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> people. So, hey, but I, that I voice know, in the beginning I, was was a uh, <laughs> was was good though. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I was like, oh wow. I I feel like they probably just played a recording or something yes. like that, like old Jerky Boy style, but prank phone calls. I don't know what it is, but it's never not funny. Like, yeah, oh yeah. I I don't know. I he, they, they probably could have drugged that out just a little bit more, but yes. they just went right for like Dude. saying as much profanity as you possibly could. Right? Dude, away. I would have I would have gave him it, at least one more sentence that way he could be like, "Hey, Mr. President, I'm just so happy to get you. <laughs> Let me take it out of my mouth. <laughs> like, come on, man. Um." Absolutely incredible. Uh, the, the the last thing for the best of social media to today is Princess Diana. Is this creepy? So this person, I'm assuming they're in England or something. They have Princess Diana. Uh, this person has a Princess Diana plate. And when they're putting their food on the plate, uh, they said they never like to cover Princess Diana's face fully. So they use like, you know, like putting grits as her hair, macaroni uh, or pasta as her hair, putting the tomatoes on her nose or his earrings. Are you OK with this or is this like sac- sacrilegious to the memory of Princess Diana? Well, first of all, I've never seen anybody use a commemorative plate before. Ever. Have you? you? No, bro. I don't even know people who have commemorative plates. So, you know, I don't think like I, I, know I didn't some, grow up I know with some people older who people who com- commemorative plates. You know, not not even in your family, not even like parents, grandparents. Hell, bro, no. I grew up I was born in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, lived there till I was eight or nine. Moved out here to Cali, bro. There, bro, black people aren't buying no. You had no money to buy no commemorative plate first. Okay, wait, hold on. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Hold on now. Hold on now. I, I obviously I don't I, I don't have as many black people in my family as you do. <laughs> Chosen family, but I I I would say like seventy five percent of the the black people's homes who I've been to, especially their parents' home, they got a framed picture of Jesus, and maybe half of the houses have like a framed picture of Abraham Lincoln. What? Like, I would bruh, think it would I be ne- above. Bruh, I have never. I'm been telling in- you, framed picture. Are you telling me you've never seen you've never seen the the Jesus Abraham Lincoln combo? No hallway ne- pictures. Never in my entire in life, bro. Never in my entire <laughs> life. Bro, we we this is thing. this has now become like a real segment, bro. There's no way I've never in my life seen Jesus and and Abraham Lincoln in a black person's house, and it's like frame photos on the wall. I'm telling you, man. No, dude, I, I've you. seen more yeah. black Jesus than I than I have than I have white Jesus and Abraham Lincoln. Oh, for sure, and black and black Santa too as well. Like Black the Santa decorations and stuff like that. No, no, not frame, not frame pictures. Oh, you're like, talking about during like, the holiday. Hell yeah, the, I wear Black yeah, Santa on my shirt, yeah, yeah, bro. Santa, yeah. I am Black Santa. Yeah, but I'm telling you, George. Maybe so. Like I said, maybe it's an Arizona thing. But my, all my friends, grandparents, you go to their house after school. You'd have the, uh, you'd have the hallway. You'd have the frame picture, 
every once in a while you get a Martin Luther King, but like framed picture of Jesus and Abraham Lincoln, the Jesus Abraham Lincoln combo. I swear on my life. It's a thing. Okay. Well, we will ask you guys is the Jesus Abraham Lincoln combo a thing. Send it, send us a tweet, respond, shoot us a text to 818-293-7547. And you guys hit us up. This is Reister or wrong. I'm probably Reister. Ralph is probably wrong today about the Jesus thing, but we will see. Uh, <laughs> peace out. Catch you guys on Wednesday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.